Hey, business building warrior. This is Jim, Silent Sales Machine Radio. Another brand new episode for you. Today, my guest is Joe, last name withheld by request, but he's a student of the Proven Amazon course who has built an incredible business fairly quickly. And he shares his story today about the tools he's using, the strategies he's using. I learned a few new things from this guy. He's only been selling on Amazon for a few months, as he'll share with us today, but he's ramped up so fast. And he actually comes from a bit of a background in wholesale, which has helped him to analyze this opportunity from a slightly different angle. He's got a neat take on how he sees this business. We have some great conversations about how he finds his profitable inventory, how much he has enjoyed and benefited from this community, and his overall strategy for success on Amazon. So I'm going to turn it over to him pretty quickly here. We're going to get Joe on the line. One last thing before I jump over to the interview. Hey, if you're watching on YouTube, we'd sure love a thumbs up or a subscribe. If you're listening on iTunes, a review would be very appreciated or subscribe there. That really helps us spread the word on this free show. And as always, if you want to hear more episodes, get over to silentgym.com. We've got all the episodes listed there. There's a link below this. If you're watching on YouTube, go check out the link and and jump over and see what you've been missing. Some of our episodes are audio only. But let's jump over and meet Joe. You're going to love learning from this guy today. So Joe, welcome to the program. Oh, thanks, Jim. Appreciate being here. Great to have you here, man. I'm looking forward to getting into your story. Let's go. Yeah, so... I spent, well, I'm 41 now, but I spent the last 20 years actually in wholesale. So I worked for a, a wholesale location. It, it was a really large wholesaler. It's a you know billion dollar national company, but I, I managed just one little tiny location. So I wasn't like big time or nothing, but um, I did that for like eight years. So I've been buying and selling for 20 years now, you know, my pretty much my whole life, my whole adult life. So after that, I went to a, another wholesaler and I did inside sales. Um, and that was kind of a, a different type of wholesale. So I, I was very successful in you know both those businesses that I was in. And I ended up leaving about a year and a half ago, just stressed out with everything that was, you know, the business. And um, it's very, very difficult what I was doing, you know, for the, for the company I was at. And I was like, you know what? I could make it on my own. You know, I, at that point I had you know, all my bills paid. I had no debt, plenty of savings in the bank, you know, house paid off. So I was at the point where I'm like, you know, I can definitely, I can definitely do this. So I left and I really didn't know exactly what I was going to do. I seen a bunch of people doing eBay, you know, I was following a lot of eBay, people going to garage sales and things like that. And I had nothing against it. I mean, I wasn't all about trying to get money. I was just trying to get back some of my freedom, get my time back, you know? So I'm like, you know, if I could do this and make some money and I hooked up with a couple of people in that community and that was lucrative, you know, I was doing that for a little while. And then I met a guy that was like six months ago or so. I met a guy locally here and he was like, Hey, have you ever tried Amazon? And I was like, Oh man, I know, but I just heard how hard it is to get ungated and everything. And it was just a big mental block. I guess the big hurdle for me and a lot of people I've talked to is like, wow, how do you get ungated? It seems impossible. You're gated and everything. And so he's like, no, no, super easy. Uh, I was just thinking, oh yeah, okay. So we left there and he texted me right when he left. And he's like, hey, do this and do this. And so I started working on that was in January. And then I set up an account in February. I had some account issues with Amazon trying to set up, set up. And I didn't actually get selling until March 
um, of this year. So from six, then, seven months said, ago, as we're recording this. Yeah, six months ago or so. Yep. And so he said, you know, just, I had so many questions that, you know, and like any newbie, it's just, it's so difficult to, to navigate when you're starting out. And I remember just constantly bombarding him with questions and he actually teaches wholesale. So he is familiar with students and I'm bouncing these questions off him like every day and I'm not even selling yet. And so finally I was just like, okay, I'm going to start trying to send some product in. So I sent some speakers in from Walmart and of course they got lost. Um, by, I mean, I had just, I, I, I had all kinds of issues. And then finally I got them, they, they, they got them, they sold out within like two days and I made like $400 profit. And I was like, okay, you know, this is proof of concept. It, it definitely works. And I got my little scanner and I'm going around now every Walmart and, you know, Meyer. Meyer's big in our area, you know, and then those regional stores, which, you know, I, I learned from you guys, which was huge. So I think about in March or April, I have to look, probably April, I took, I, somehow I stumbled upon your videos, you and somebody else. I had, I took two courses. I took the proven course. I, I enrolled in that. And then I took somebody else's course and I went through all your videos. I mean, I, I went way back and I soaked up like everything I could think of. Cause this is like my livelihood now. And, you know, I'm just trying to learn all this. And, um, I, I took another course at the same time. So I kind of molded both together and then, you know, I was off, you know, how you say, you know, uh, you know, regional stores are just pretty much the best that you can, you know, source at. So I was hitting up those regional stores and I was doing really good. This was back in April, about May, I did like 40,000 and then June 60. And then I took two weeks off in July and I did 60 in July. And then August I did 110. And then this month, I, I don't know, we'll see it probably be around hundred this month. Is that all retail arbitrage? No, uh, I did retail arbitrage back in the 40 to 40,000. And I'm still doing some when I was doing 60, I was doing about half and half, maybe even more. And then I went to OA, primarily OA. So the retail arbitrage is always there, but it was just, I, I could scale heavier, you know, better and spend my money quicker on OA. How are you handling the prep with all the online purchases? I, I am honestly doing my own prep. Good for you. Uh, yeah, it makes me super busy, but in terms of capital wise, it makes sense right now because sure. you know, if I did the math, it would cost me four, around four thousand dollars a month for somebody to prep it. Yeah. And I only prep about uh, fifteen hours a week. Yeah. So that's basically I'm giving away a lot of a lot and I need that capital right now to grow. Right. So I will peel off from that. So what's your net margin on the operation right now? You said you just uh, had a hundred and ten thousand dollars. Hundred and ten thousand uh, dollar month. Yep. Uh 20, it was 21% last month. Plus, you know, if you count in the Rakuten and credit card cashbacks, and I mean, I probably made, I'm thinking around 24,000, 23, 24,000 in profit. Net profit. With, with okay. all the, with the cashbacks and stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, not bad, man, for a 15 hour a week gig. Not, not bad. I mean, that's just prepping. Um, I oh, mean, that's I'm, just your prep time. I apologize. Just prepping, you're doing yeah. all your sourcing as well, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I could do a lot less work. I mean, I'm probably I'm probably doing 60 hours a week okay, with everything. Right. Yeah, it's but still, it's because it's pretty it's incredible because I want to. Because that's uh, what for that's about three hundred thousand dollar approximate income working hard. Yeah. But you could cut into some of that net margin and automate some of those processes, which I'm sure that's where you're heading eventually with this business. Oh, absolutely. You've absolutely. ramped up very quickly. It's admirable. I mean, you achieved a lot very quickly. Yeah, well I think done. it helped just having just a background in buying and selling my whole sure. life. You know? Being comfortable with it, the numbers. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it just I just jumped right into it. But yeah, I'll definitely untangle from... I mean, in terms of prep, I have a guy who helps me. He labels stuff. So I, I just upload everything into Inventory Lab and spit out all the labels. He la- Actually, I, I volunteer at the homeless shelter here in Midland and uh, where I'm at. And uh, they actually have all kinds of people coming in and out from there. So... We, what we try to do is find roles for them, you know, in the community, they're always looking for jobs. So yep. I'm taking, grabbing people, bringing them back, you know, to prep. They want some extra money. They, they want, they usually want to get some cash, you know, um, just get back on their feet. So that's what I've been doing. The guy that I had, the guy that was really good, he actually is going to college now, which is cool. He just started, he enrolled oh, in college. That's awesome. Yep. yep. So, and he's still coming back, uh, driving back about 30 minutes just to, work now one day a week because he didn't I, I was gonna get somebody else but he didn't want to stop he enjoyed it so he's a young kid and just get him back on his feet yeah well i'm sure you've been a bit of a mentor to him and you know this is a, a significant turning point in his young life oh yeah yeah it was awesome like um you know i was telling you before we started you know i'm a christian i was saved uh about 13 years ago now i'm 41 and uh it, you know it's important to me and you know, he came, he had a really rough background. I don't push it on anybody, but if God moves, you know, and wants mm-hmm. to start up a conversation, it, it really flowed with them, you know, and you're just laying out all these verses and it's just, it's just coming to you and we're having a really good conversation. And I just left it like that. Now he's, he's going to Bible studies, he's going to church and stuff he's just never done. And I just thought, you know, I'm just so glad that That's you know, awesome. the Lord is using me, you know, in that, in that way, you know, using Amazon, you know, using this, you know, bridging these two things together for me. I say all the time, you know, if you're if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, your business is your ministry. It's right. not about trying to be creative and figure out, hmm, how can I make this my ministry? It is your ministry. You have no choice in the matter. Right. <laughs> right. It's yeah. how good at it you are, maybe up for debate, but that is your ministry. That's where God has you. That's what you're called to do to serve and I love that you've brought a guy in. So he just wandered into your homeless shelter at one point. Is that how you met him? Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you built this relationship and friendship. And how far back does this go at this point? With this, guy? um, for him, probably like three months now. Yeah, but three a lot's months. happened in three months. He's really turned his life around, and you've been a mentor. And oh yeah, oh he has for sure. It's it's a it's a huge change, and he, you know he even admits it. So yeah, it's, it's sad to see him go in that role. I eventually I want to get. He's still doing, like I said, one day a week, but I do want to get somebody full-time at my place to do it in terms of uploading the inventory lab, doing all the prep, but me still having the center here because I could save a lot doing that and I'm still have my last little hands and whatever goes on, you know? Yeah. It's, from it's still got a fairly like young business. It's scaled quickly, but this is a young business. Yep. But you will find over time that you're less and less needed. <laughs> for this. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and there's some great prep centers out there that, you know, yeah, it takes a little extra margin, but your house is empty. <laughs> it's right. You know, at some point that becomes worth, yeah. worth the trade-off or maybe even just a neighbor across the street or something even, you know? Oh yeah. I would, I would love to do that. I mean, eventually that's the goal. I'm, I'm, I'll get there once I have, I mean, yes, you know, I'm, I am making good money, but you know, a lot of people don't talk about, you, you just throw it back in, you know, yeah. you, I, I take out enough best. to live. And, you know, throw the money back in. So I didn't take anything out for the last six months because when you scale that fast, you know, you're buying $50,000 in product and you've got to have $50,000 somewhere. Great point. What pool of cash did you start with that you've been working from? I started with 15,000 in cash 
And then, you know, of course, that was all I was going to spend. I wasn't going to touch credit cards. And then once it just started coming in, you know, and I started selling stuff, I'm like, you know, I will use a credit card, but I'll make sure it's paid off in 30 days. I love this topic. Yeah. There's a significant debate. And I found myself drifting further and further into the camp of once you're confident, if once you're changing $5 bills into $10 bills with a proven system, I'm not saying get your hand on every dollar you can and go all in. But the replens model is safe enough, diversified way to spread out your bet, spread out that risk. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm okay using credit cards and paying them off in 30 days, getting all those extra points, right? Flying yep. free, use them and tap into that capital in any creative way you can. And there's even some very creative third-party funding sources in our community. Since I mentioned, I'll stick that in the show notes today, uh, near or below this, if you're watching the video in the description on YouTube, but in the, in the comments, accrue me and seven figure funding. I'll stick them in there. But there are a couple of really friendly ways to fund as you grow and kind of get a partner on your team at the same time. Right. But yeah. I'm with you. You know, Dave Ramsey would say, nope, absolutely not. <laughs> Don't use that card. <laughs> yeah. Like if that's money I'm going to spend anyway, and I paint it off every 30 days, but it's not something I recommend for brand new sellers. Right. Yeah. Because it can be, it can turn into irresponsible use of, uh, of credit, but Oh yeah, we we actually um, I took the Dave Ramsey course at church several several years back, mm-hmm. and uh, my wife listens to Dave Ramsey all the time. And I told her, you know, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing, but you know, it's one way that I could I could scale. And like I said, I haven't paid any interest. I've been just paying that off, and I actually have two two cards for like twenty thousand each. But actually, I have less and less on the cards now because all that money is just going on the cards. And then now I'm actually instead of putting it on the cards, I can put it on the card and then just pay it off. Like put it on a paid off. So I'm just scaling so much now. It's like just the cash is coming in. Um, And I'm thinking after this fourth quarter, I won't have to take on any debt. I'll still use the card for the points, but it'll just card payoff, card payoff. Yeah. Pay it off the day you use it, basically get the points. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I I love kind of the the contrasted thought process between a a Dave Ramsey, a diehard traditional, like all debt is bad under any circumstance, never use it versus a Daniel Lappin talking from the perspective of, and they would completely agree if it's stuff that you want personal, like, like a, you know, I've always wanted this cool pair of Nike shoes and you use your credit card for that. No, <laughs> horrible right. use of a credit card. Never right. do that. <laughs> but if you're turning $5 bills into $10 bills and you've got a proven system that's proven the level of consistency and reliability that you have some confidence, a high degree of confidence in, yeah, leverage be, starts to make a lot of sense. And I would argue even as a biblical concept, there's nothing anti, you know, the Bible talks a lot about how to use your money properly. And I believe the parable of the talents is a story of investing in leverage. Right. Yeah. So, you know, there we go. Topic for another day, perhaps, but, you know, gives people some things and they can go do their own research. Yeah, you just have to be careful with it. You know, we Absolutely. live below our means. I don't think, I mean, like I said, our house Always. is paid off, our vehicles are. So it's like, if we get in trouble, we can still afford it. I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it. I'm not highly leveraged in anything back in, in terms of your course, you know, when I took it, I'll give some people some tips, you know, of what I put to practice. Um, It's really important, you know, when you're in a store doing the um, RA to not scan anything. I mean, you can scan stuff. That's, that's great. But the, the most important thing is just what I did is I went to the shelves, the store shelves, and I took pictures Mm -hmm. of every product. And actually I got a VA at that point. I got a VA. I got her, got her over in the Philippines. She is wonderful. 
I can't say that enough. I mean, it, you have to get one. It's they're so valuable. Yeah, uh, we, we I actually got one. My provenreplantsva.com, but it sounds like you trained your own. If, so you can train them yourself, or you can hire one that we've trained for you through our program. We'll stick a link in the show notes. But it sounds like you trained them yourself, which is absolutely a, a great way to go, right? Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah I trained my, trained mine myself. There's nothing wrong with getting one. I think getting one too has advantages of or going one through your program that you're getting them pre-trained and stuff. I don't even know, you know, what you're teaching them are things that I probably haven't taught my VA how to do. So you're getting, you know, another point of view and then you could add your stuff. You know, I've taken other courses where I've fed her that information. So, and she just, just runs with it and they're great hard workers. You know, I trust her to, to work. I'm giving her, you know, I give her some benefits, just kind of like how I want, you know, I give her paid time off. I let her work uh, seven hours a day instead of eight. So just couple little things, you know, just little perks, um, just to make her life more, more enjoyable. Yeah. You know, what's the hourly rate? I pay a hundred dollars a week. And then I actually was giving her $1 per lead commission. So I wanted to give her some type of incentive where she would just dig, dig, dig. And sometimes she actually now just digs more time during the day, past her hours, just to make more commission because sure. the wage is so low. And actually it's two, I'm paying her $2 now, but I started at one but she was doing so well on paying her $2 commission. So she's making typically like $150 a week. Yeah. I mean, 25 leads. Extremely competitive for those who don't know. We talk about it every time we talk about virtual assistants. I feel obligated to make sure everyone understands that (laughs) at $4 an hour is kind of like $30 an hour. Yes. This as far as the spending power locally in the local economy. That's a dream job on an island where the average hourly salary is $1 per hour. That's the average worker's wage per hour, one US dollar per hour. So you pay someone $2 per hour or $4 per hour, you're changing their family's entire trajectory. And yep. they speak English and they're, they're working hard and they love their job and they get up energized doing the stuff that we teach in the Proven Amazon course, but they're doing that tedious work while you sleep. And so you're waking up with how many, so you say you take some shelf pictures and send them to yep. her. How many on an average day, new profitable ASINs or underserved listings would you say she's locating for you? Typically about five a day that I'm buying. Um, that's when I, I was doing the shelf model for a while. And then I switched over and that's when I was doing 40, 50, $60,000 a month. Right. And I was taking the pictures every day and sending them, sending them over my Google Drive. Actually, I reached out to you. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but I reached out to you on Facebook and asked you how you did that. and you told me, you know, you just dump it in the Google Drive and oh yeah, use Google Drive. Don't use yeah, like, that Facebook was, Messenger. I asked whatever. you how you did that. Yeah, how that was done. <laughs> Great tip, by the way, because you get the actual full resolution image and it's a much cleaner image. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You just take it from your phone and you actually you click on all the pictures and then you hit share. And yep. then it shares and it says, Where do you want to share it? Right to your Google Drive. Right you Google click Drive. that button, it goes right to your computer. Completely free. And she, yeah, exactly. And then she you can give her access or your VA access and they can just get in your Google Drive. And yeah, she would just go through all the pictures. And that's how I trained her reading Keepa. And I would put notes on everything. We did Google Sheets. So I'm like a big advocate for Seller Amp. And I use that. I use that software all the time. I'm not, I'm not an affiliate. I don't get paid by them or anything. I use it all the time. They have their Google Sheets are awesome. And that's what we worked off of. We she typed everything into Seller Amp, popped up the listing. If it was good, she hit one button and convert over to your Google Sheet. And then I look at the lead. And then we meet like once a week and go over them and just kept 
training and training. She just gets better and better, you know, as we go. How many, how many have you found and how many uh, activations do you have right now? I've got 400 right now, right around 400. And um, it kind of, yeah, it definitely fluctuates. Uh, I found a lot of my ASINs. I do have some replens left from the very beginning, but those are mostly all gone. They they come and they go, you know, like any sure. good item you find, it, it you find it and, you know, it's good for a few weeks and, uh, you know, then it's gone, poof, you know, somebody, some big dog finds it and comes and takes the listing and it's over. <laughs> yeah. And quite <laughs> often it'll I have come some back that, too, though. It'll come yeah, back. Yeah, they come back. Yep. They come back. And uh, I, I also use Replen dashboard. Excellent. So they come back and I, I check on there, you know, to see if they have came back. And a lot of times, uh, just wait a few weeks and there it is, you know, yeah. again. Have your, have your VA do that, actually. We, we've got a program. That's the system we use is every so often, a VA goes through our entire list of ASINs that used to be good that aren't anymore and finds inevitably a good handful of winners that uh, are now getting ignored. That, you know, maybe they tanked at one point. Now they're back to being hot. Yeah, absolutely. And back when I was saying, when she was, um, when I was taking pictures of the shelves, just type it in manually. You know, she's typing in manually, going through, finding the packs, finding the bundles, finding the, uh, the ones that don't have UPCs. And I mean, I just went to one section, like say the Chinese food section of any store, go through that section. And I had a book that was like that thick of just those ASINs that right. you couldn't scan them. Yeah. You know, you couldn't scan them at all. They're there. They're, yeah, it, if it you just scanned barcodes, you'd missed 95% of the great ASINs in that section. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you don't absolutely. scan. Yeah. The scanning barcodes is, is uh, yeah, you're going to miss so much doing yep. that. I still am a huge fan of taking pictures, especially regional or specialty aisles of stores that, uh, you know, products that even with products that are in every store in the US, there's a good handful of products we sell that is probably in every grocery store in the United States. And they're great ASINs for us because it's a 12 pack. It's just a, it's an underserved listing. And we, we source it. I'm thinking of one particular product. It's, um, it's a water flavoring thing that comes in. It's a 12 pack and we've sold one or two a day for months of that 12 pack. And it's in literally every store, grocery store in our area, every Walmart, Target, Kroger, you know, I see it everywhere. (laughs) But it's just, it's a, it's an underserved kind of hidden listing. Yeah. That we're there with a handful of other sellers and it's doing great. I mean, that that's the business. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I'm the same way. I've got one product. Actually, I found my best product through doing the replens method where I took the product and, and checked it on Amazon. And sure enough, there was two listings. One Amazon was selling. The other one, they weren't. One had the barcode. The other one, they didn't. One sold 10000 a month. The other one sold 2000 a month. And then I realized I could buy it from the Amazon listing and then sell it on this listing. So I'm buying them from doing Amazon, Amazon flip. Now, you know, just circling this thing. And it was actually, it's a home office item. So when back to school came, I was like the only one that had them in stock because Amazon ran out. And so my listing went from like, like 2000 month sales, which shared by 30 people to two sellers, me and another guy and Amazon didn't have it. And I just sold out of everything that I had just so quick. Instantly. It was, yeah, it was crazy. That's fun to watch happen, isn't it? Yeah. So I do a lot of Amazon, Amazon flips. I use a few different ways to do it. Like, um, one software I use is smart scout. Sure. Sure We'd love Scott and Needham. Good guy. Yeah. Yep. Scott. 
We have a great discount on that too. product at uh, silentgym.com slash SS. He set up a special deal just for our community. As in Smart Scout, silentgym.com slash SS. Yeah, sorry to interrupt you there. I just want to make sure people... I might have used that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I used that. Um, oh, did you? Okay, up. good. Yeah, so I used that software to do a lot of uh, Amazon, Amazon flips. A lot of people, I, if you have some extra capital, it is risky to do it, but mine are buying them when Amazon's in stock waiting for them to go out of stock and then sell, you know, selling back to Amazon, but it's pretty calculated where Amazon's only in stock for two or three times a year. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, from history, how, when they're in stock and you know, when they're out of stock, it goes up here. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, a little warning slash tip Joe on that. If for anyone else who's doing it, maybe you don't want to use your prime account. Yes. Absolutely. If you weren't aware, because Amazon does not like that. No, no. Against, against terms of service for that one. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I don't use that. And um, so, yeah, that's we, I've been playing around with that. I do a lot of uh, buy from Amazon overseas and bring it back in the US and sell Amazon here. That's, Great. I haven't heard of many people doing that. Talk me through that a little bit. How are you finding those deals? That's pretty lucrative. I use Keepa primarily. So basically, whatever, whatever you've, you know, is out of stock or, you know, underserved, you can pretty much any ASIN you find here, you can check overseas and you know pretty much find it on Amazon. And a lot of times it's cheaper because, yeah, a lot of times it's cheaper just because uh, conversion rate. The conversion rate, and also people make less income over there, and these brands know that, and you know they price down, you mm-hmm. know, over there. So certain certain countries. So you just have to be careful. I mean, you've got to. I get a lot of canceled orders, especially if you if you don't buy from Amazon, if you buy from a third party, they'll cancel. You can reach out to them too. Just send them an email. Hey, you know, I'm an Amazon seller. You know, I'm not going to stiff you with this stuff. And I, I found the stuff is underserved here and I want to buy a hundred from you. You know, will you ship them to me? And a lot of times they'll they'll be like, yeah, okay. Or no, we, we won't do that. So... So when you're contacting these, because I want to make sure I have to be sensitive to the, the policies Amazon has. Are you finding other Amazon sellers that have this product, or because you have to be careful with that? Are you sending, if you send people messages through the Amazon's communication system and say, "Hey, let's you know, how about I buy a hundred of these off the off the books?" Amazon doesn't like that. No, no, I'm actually I'm buying right from Amazon itself, and if Amazon's out of stock, if the third party has them, I'll order it from Amazon from the third party. But then the third party will cancel the order. Because they'll, uh, they'll be like, hey, well, we're not sh- we don't know who this guy is, you know? I see. And so I'll reach out to them through yeah. Amazon and just say, hey, I'm legit. I'm going to order it again if you're okay with that. Gotcha. Uh, don't cancel it. And then usually it's like 50-50, but it it's always helps to, you know, to ask. So sure. I mean, not suspicious you- of large orders on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, they, they exactly. Because well, they're probably merchant fulfilling. They're mailing it out themselves. Yeah. Right. And uh, they want to make sure it's a legit purchase. They're not going to run into some kind of trouble. Yeah, that's fantastic. Give me an example of some of the products, not exact specifics, but what categories of products are you talking about? Is this um, with anything? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll do some tools and hardware, some electronics, and they're good. They're good for a while, but again, it's it's risky, especially if you're dealing with a, a out of stock and they come back in stock. Um, so right. you want to make sure that it's out for a while. A lot of times I'll know there's a shortage, like a worldwide shortage of something. I'll actually call the brand and say, Hey, are you planning on getting any more of these anytime soon? Or are these back? 
how long are they back ordered for? Ah, you know, they're out to December. Then I'm like, okay, time to stock up. That's your, uh, that's your wholesale buyer's experience coming in right there, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're used to telling customers, well, it's going to be six months. There's nothing I can do. You can call everybody. It's not, it's not a problem with our warehouse. You know, you're used to having to come up with reasonable explanations for shortages, right? Right. As, as an inside sales guy, I did the same thing for a while. I had an inside sales job. And, yeah. and the, the worst part is when you've got this order, you've been piecing together for a week for a customer. And then one of the big dog comes in and takes half of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that happens all the time. Hey, I need yeah. all this. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. You can take it, but I'm taking your order next time. <laughs> right. You always want those big dog accounts because you're the one taking the inventory instead of having it taken, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then I, you know, I'm doing that and I, I switched... I mean, I am doing some RA occasionally, uh, but mostly I've trained up my VA to do OA, primarily trainer in OA, everything. I do a couple strategies that I haven't seen taught. I haven't seen taught anywhere, but I don't, they're more proprietary to kind of what I'm, what I'm doing. But I know a lot of people do, which I've tried storefront stocking. I use seller amp to do that. I don't do too much storefront stocking. Uh, I think a lot of those deals, I just feel like they've, they've tanked quicker. You know, if they found them, then everybody finds them. But I mean, I still have some of my best ASINs that were, I just stumbled upon them storefront stocking and they're still paying off. Yeah. We have a, a module in the Proven Amazon course that talks about that advanced keep us sourcing. And, and we, when Joe says storefront stocking, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's just seeing what other sellers are selling and then putting it through Keepa. You can actually, Keepa actually can do that for you fairly quickly and just pour through and say, hey, here's some of the winners. And sometimes people give us a little pushback on that. Like, oh, I don't want to sell what other sellers are selling. Well, yeah, that's what the replens business is. On Literally every ASIN you are on, you're going to be selling alongside other sellers. That's, right. You know, you mentioned earlier, you're selling on one that had 30 sellers on it at one point. It was profitable for everybody. It got down to just oh, a yeah. couple of you and you probably raised your price a little bit and made some extra margin. Uh, but that's the nature of the business. So there's, there's numerous creative ways to find these underserved replens, underserved listings, I should say. We call them replens. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not afraid at all of getting on a listing with... I'm on a listing with 100 people. I mean, the numbers on that one, I'm curious. I always like to hear those fast movers. Yeah, that one's 10,000 a month too. And it just, it just moves so fast. And you just look at the top, basically 10, 20% of people and the rest of them usually aren't as competitive. So you're just fighting those top people. I've got friends that they don't even get on listings with that many, just if they just see that many. And uh, that doesn't really bother me. You know, I've, I've had success. I just do a test buy and just see how it sells. Do you trust the buy box rotation? Where do you fall in the lineup? Like, let's say, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the super aggressive price and one being the guy that's priced so high, he's never going to make a sale. Like right. you kind of go in the middle of the pack or what's your strategy when you've got yeah, a lot I, of Yeah, I played around with that a lot. I mean, I'm kind of an analytical guy and I, I have Be Cool as a repricer and I, I yeah, played around with that. Do you? Okay, good. I played around with that so much and typically I found, one, I try not to tank the price. I try not to go, I try not even to set my repricer at the lowest price either because it tends to fight everybody down to the lowest so right. if you just, I, I set it right below, like let the two or three lowest people go. And that I found it won't tank it as fast. And, you know, I'll still get the sales if I'm in the, I'm in like the top, maybe three or four. Right. But I, I, I'm never usually the top one, you know, and if I am the top one, usually it's it, with what I sell is kind of a problem because my stuff, my stuff's mostly like smaller, lower quantity. So I, I don't really have to be the top one because I don't need to sell 
300 units, you know? Right. I just got to sell 10, I got to sell 10, you know? Yeah, I like it. We typically tell FBA sellers who listen to this show, you know, don't be the lowest price seller on FBA on anything ever. There's no reason. Get get up just above the next guy. (laughs) Yeah. They'll always, you always see the guys tanking it and you look and they'll have no feedback. You know, they're brand new. Yeah. So we're like, you know, they don't, don't know their numbers that. yet. They'll learn. Don't do it. I've done it. I'm guilty. You know, yeah. I've I've done it too. You know, but those guys come and go quickly, so they can be safely ignored for the yes. most part, right? Yeah, I mean, just wait it out. You really don't need to lose any money on Amazon if you just wait. Just wait. It's like a roller coaster. You know, you're not jumping off the roller coaster at the top, are you? You wait till it get off. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta, just wait. It's up and down. You might have yeah. to wait a month or yeah. two. You We'd know? like to see a sale or two per month on an ASIN. If we can't get that, we'll walk away from it, lower the price and get rid of it. But you're never going super deep into anything. What's right. the most units you've bought of anything for one of your re- for one of your reclinations? Total monthly, like 400. Yeah. 400. And that's how many it's selling. No, that's how many I bought. That's how many you bought. How, yeah. how long did it take you to sell through those 400? Uh, in a month, less than a month. That was my uh, yeah. Amazon, okay. Amazon flip. Yeah. Well, like, so yeah, if, if you're buying a month, you know, two months top worth of inventory, it's really kind of hard to lose on these. Right. You don't want to buy a year's worth of anything ever. It's not necessary. All right. Buy, yeah. Buy absolutely. a month or two worth. And Reclaim yeah. Dashboard helps you make that decision. Oh, yeah. How many to buy. We'll get back to the show in just a second, but I've got to tell you about a new sponsor to this program, Ecom Balance. They help e-commerce sellers and Amazon sellers with their bookkeeping. Your accountant is not your bookkeeper, by the way. You've got to be keeping great books. That's how you know if you're profitable or not. If you're struggling to know your numbers, you don't want to be operating on gut instinct. Our friends at Ecom Balance are there to help you out. You can go to Ecom Balance and mention that you heard about them from this program, and they'll give you two free months of bookkeeping so you can try them out. A link that takes you straight to the offer is, write this down, it will also be in the show notes, by the way, jimc.biz slash keeper. Again, jimc.biz slash keeper, as in bookkeeper. Go check them out. Check out their two months free offer. Tell them we sent you. Let's get back to the show. You don't want to buy a year's worth of anything ever. It's not necessary. All right. Buy, yeah. Absolutely. Buy a month or two worth. And Reclaim yeah. Dashboard helps you make that decision. Oh, yeah. How many to buy? That's yeah, great. that was tough when I used Replen at first. You know, I just wasn't getting it. I couldn't figure it out. And I posted all these questions on there. And then, then now, you know, after getting through that, doing some more training, it's great. I love it. You know, especially when you order something, you can put the quantity you just ordered. So, you know, you ordered it, you know, a week later, you're like, oh, did I order that? Yeah, helps you so track your, your inbound orders and know where you stand. Well, you're sharing some great tips, man. What else yeah, have you learned along you, the way? One of the people that I followed uh, on your uh, on your show is Leah. When you did that interview with Leah back in um, yeah. the first one she did, back when she was doing like 400 grand a year, or 50 mm-hmm. grand a month. Because I kept looking for people like that are successful, that are doing it, just to tell my wife, hey, you know, I know I can do this, you know. And I always kept telling everybody her, her YouTube you know, story, you know, she can do it. She's doing it part-time and, you know, using TA and actually I've used TA for a little while now. I've kind of gotten away from it a little bit just because I've, I've, I have so many leads that I'm buying 
but I, I'll still jump into TA when there's big sales and I'll, I'll run some scans and stuff on it and, and to see. But when she started telling those numbers that she had and she was doing it part-time, it was, it was totally like, okay, I know, I know this is doable. You know, if she says she can do it. Other people probably can also do it. So yeah. that she definitely helped me. Actually, I reached out to her one time and just, you know, I thanked her for, you know, giving people some, uh, some hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was a great episode for sure. Very inspirational. There's a link to that episode at, uh, on the oasimplified.com website. And we'll stick a discount link to TA as well, technical arbitrage. We got a great deal on that for our communities too. A lot of these tools, since we have a large community, big group of listeners, we work out special deals with a lot of the tools right. that folks use. And I know it sounds like a lot of tools. Maybe if someone's new listening, like, man, that's a lot of new tools I got to learn. No, you don't, you don't buy them all day one. You start with right. Keepa, right, Joe? I mean, that's, is that yeah. all you had at the beginning? Yeah, I just I actually actually at the beginning I'd keep on Selleramp. I think Selleramp was like fourteen bucks a month, and I use that primarily to scan stuff. You know, instead of the Amazon app, because mm-hmm. it, it would it would let you merge Keepa onto it. So when you're right. in the store scanning, you could see it all. And that was that was it. I didn't have a repricer. I didn't have anything. I just went with those two. Didn't have TA. And as you scale, you can just add you know add more of these things. You know, add this software. Add add a VA. Just you know, keep going and going and going. Yeah. What's your goal for uh, for this year? We got Q4 ahead of us. It's probably gonna be pretty big. You've never really experienced a Q4. You're going to sell a lot of stuff. <laughs> Everybody keeps saying that. My my local friends and stuff that, you know, I have this like group of friends that literally one guy I talk to every day, he sells way more than I do on Amazon. But when you have a friend, you know, somebody that the guy who originally kind of got me into it, now we're like a, uh, basically associates. We talk all the time about business. You know, he knows what I'm selling. He's, you know, we just open up with kind of everything. And he says fourth quarter is going to be insane. So we'll see. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, well, I don't really have like a bunch of, I don't do toys. I've tried sourcing toys and stuff on OA. It is like next to impossible. I mean, it's like so competitive. And I think that I'm pretty good at sourcing stuff and I, toys are just tough. I've got some, but yeah, I hear that everything is your opinion that kind of everything takes off? Yeah, it does. Everything does. People come to buy toys and holiday items. And while they're there, they clean out everything else on the shelves. <laughs> it's, right. it's pretty <laughs> intense. And the beauty of replens, this model that we teach, you know, the proven Amazon course model teaches you, it's a fairly stable model. Q4 is a nice bump for sure. But your January can be as big or bigger than December. And it never really takes a break. You know, a lot of retailers rely on that November, December bump for Christmas type of items to get them over the hump. But the replants model has a lot of boring, you know, we're selling hinges and boring tools. I don't know what they do. And yeah. one of it just funny stuff, like it's just a sheet of metal. One of our right. It's like a little sheet of metal in a certain shape. I don't know what it's for, you know. But Q4, everything sells at a higher pace because there's just so much more traffic. The traffic basically doubles. So people are just seeing and buying a lot more stuff. And then the gift cards, you know, they could, they're coming to Amazon, maybe even for the first time, they got their first Amazon gift card and they're using it for whatever they do and for their hobbies and such. So yeah, you don't have to think, what's the hot Christmas toy? I think that's irrelevant. I'm not going right. to beat myself up standing in Walmart lines, you know, trying to get that hot toy off the shelf. It's just not necessary. Sell the boring stuff. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I agree. 
back to kind of what you were saying, some parts of your course that were really good that I really liked. Uh, I, I don't know if this was his name, but was it Brian Olson? Keepa? Yeah, method? he's one of our coaches. He, Brian he, Olson. Uh, okay. They have the Keepa. Yeah, good memory. Yeah, yeah they, they did the, the Keepa training for us. Uh, it, it the advanced Keepa training that the storefront stocking type of strategies. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's really good. Maybe some people underestimate that, but that's really good. I, I know a lot of people take that and dump it into TA, but boy, if you take that manually and just have your VA go through it, it just picks up way more than TA, just way, way, way more. Yeah, um, remind us what you, when you say manually, I know what you mean, but let's remind the, some of the newer folks who don't know what, you, what you're saying there. Yeah, absolutely. You just go, it'll spit you out, you know, 2000 ASINs, 2000 products to look at. And each one, you just click this little uh, Amazon symbol and it, it pulls it up or a Google symbol pulls it up right into Google and you can search for it and it'll search your local stores and it'll tell you Walmart, Meyer, Kroger, you know, Walgreens, it'll tell you who has the cheapest price. And from there, you know, it's already selling on Amazon. You've already stopped, you know, you, those stores are what you've put into Keepa uh, to spit out that data. And you can go in RA that or you can OA it. You can just, you know, online arbitrage. You can get your credit card out and order it online, ship it right to your house. And you can add a lot of, I mean, that that you can do forever, really, because the stores are never ending. I mean, that's right. just, you search 10 stores and you get, you know, you get 500 ASINs, you know, I'll search 10 more, you know, yeah. and get just keep going and keep going. So, and you can bunny trail off of any of those. You're going to run into brands and things like, wow, this is a really great ACE. And I've never noticed this product before. So you search that brand name. Oh, look, yep. there's an eight ounce and a 16 ounce. Oh, a three pack of the 16 ounce, right? And you bunny trail into all these new ASINs. You can just uncover off of one hit. You can uncover potentially a whole bunch of new great replens, but you've got to know what you're looking for. You need to understand the basics. And uh, we've talked a lot about Keepa. I like to point people to podcast episode 369, that foundational tool that we all love, Keepa. That's a good talk through of why we love that tool and hopefully convince you that that is where you need to start your journey of, of finding these underserved ASINs, we call them replens. But uh, yeah, we've covered a lot of tools and a lot of strategies here. I don't want to overwhelm anybody because at its core, it really is a pretty simple business model. Yeah. I mean, I, if I had advice for, you know, for beginners who haven't done any of this is just to, you know, first set up an Amazon account, go, there's a, you know, that the software to scan is free, the Amazon app, go to Walmart clearance shelves, scan those items and just see if something's profitable, grab that item and send it in. Yeah, and, and, and from there, yeah, you don't need a, a complicated, I mean, I've got complicated printers now that just print, you know, four by six labels, but you can get the 30 up labels that you can put into a normal printer, you know, the eight by 11 labels, it has 30 labels on it. And that's what I did. The very first shipment I did, I just printed out some of those labels and uh, slapped it on there. And then you kind of get the feel of how it goes. You know, you don't need a repricer. And once that sells, just do it again. And then you'll learn it. It's a snowball thing. You're just going to learn. Don't give up because... I'm six months in and I mean, I'm still learning enormously every day, but the ASINs add up. It's a huge snowball. I have a friend I'm actually training right now, actually a friend, a family member. They wanted to learn Amazon and they went, I told them all this and they went to the store and they were defeated. They're like, we can't find anything, you know? And I'm like, well, Hey, I don't find stuff every day. Well, when I start, I think I almost do now, but I almost have like, it's just capital problem. Now I have ASINs I haven't even bought yet, but I told them it just takes time, you know, to figure it out, you know, go to, 
go to Ollie's. Ollie's is a good one to, you know, if you get RA, just get started. Always fine too. Go store. If you can't get to the store, I mean, there's a lot of people that they're homebound or something. They want to do something from home. Just go to a store on Amazon and just see what they're selling and start storefront stocking. Gets a little deeper than that, but just get started. You know, you just got to start doing something, you know, that's the key. Start. (laughs) Yeah. And I, a few key things, a couple of key things that you did, you recognize the importance of community and kind of having people you're doing this with. One of the things we've begun doing with all of our new proven Amazon course students is giving them the option to jump into a, a small, like a kickstart program with this other group of new sellers. And one of the things we notice is they're kind of forming little communities as these little groups form and we kind of put them through the initial stages. They form these relationships. And it doesn't have to be with someone who's having huge success, just that accountability of other people kind of going through the same process can be of huge benefit. So our free Facebook group kind of serves that role for a lot of folks, but you need to build those relationships and people you can communicate with. You have a bad day and it doesn't go well, or you want to kick an idea around some people you can call and and work with. It sounds like you've kind of naturally drifted into that. You're very much uh, integrating other people into your life at all times. That's a very healthy way to be doing this business. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can't say enough, you know, your Facebook group. I still, I think I posted in there a couple of days ago. I still post in there. Even when I think I know what I'm doing, I'll have a question and people still, you've got to be a part of something. You know, you got to be able to bounce people off. How many people are in that group? I think there's 100,000, 60, 70,000. I mean, there's a lot of people in that group. 70. Yeah, we passed 70, 70 here not too yeah. long ago. I mean, to get the advice from 70,000 people and, and they do take time to to answer. I mean, you get your stuff answered. I've, I'm one of those that got an IP complaint. And what that is, you know, somebody on Amazon claimed that my product was counterfeit. Actually, the brand did. Actually, straight up counterfeit, not even with the test buy. Like they just said straight up, it's counterfeit. And uh, in my account health went to like half in a day. And right. I post in your group, you know, I'm one of those that freaked out over it because, you know, I've got so much <laughs> money sitting there. And yeah. And this brand was just absolutely refusing to to help me in any way. And sure enough, like, and I know it sounds crazy. I won't mention the brand, but I'll tell you what they did to me. Maybe if somebody else, uh, if this happened to somebody else, they actually wanted me to go to their third party Amazon representative. And I went to their representative and they said, yeah, we'll definitely remove it. Just give us your receipt. And no invoice, not just give us your receipt. And then give us five hundred dollars. So oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, they that was bribed you. That was me. Yeah, they got me. And uh, that's a good. I told my buddy about that. He's like, "Man, that's a good business to get into." Five hundred. You know, this thing sells like a thousand a month, and you could see it never really had. You know, to to see a true IP complaint on Keepa for those that don't know is is that if you see a bunch of sellers like 10, 15 sellers. And they all drop off in one day one. to one seller. Yeah. That it's is often a repeating pattern too. You'll see it creep back up and then yeah. down to one. Yeah. And one gets kicked off. And the people that don't read Keepa, you know, they're the ones jumping on and then, you know, they don't have Keepa. Yeah. So this one, there was no none of that. There was, and I'm on ASINs that my IP alert goes off on. And uh, you know that you can sell on items that are IP'd on other ASINs, just your ASIN's not getting IP. You know, the brand might be IPing on all their. Other ASINs, just the one you're you're on that's not getting an IP complaint. So right. what I did, I looked at that ASIN and I didn't see any red flags. But of course, now looking at it, you can see it kind of come up and they're, everybody's getting it a little bit. It's not a straight drop. They're not just getting them all. They're just getting them one at a time. 
Yeah. And so I reached out to Amazon. They said, of course, they're like, don't pay it. And I'm like, well, when this happened, my account health went to half and then uh, my sales dropped. My typical sales, like three, two to 4,000 a day. And it, that it dropped to a thousand a day that entire week. And so that was in my mind, like, wow, typically I've got IP complaints. My account health stays full. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Why I'm responding. But this one was straight up a counterfeit complaint where the brand said they bought it and it was counterfeit and it, it totally wasn't true. So Amazon, I reached out to Amazon. They said, of course, don't pay it. They understand. But if you get another one, they said, we'll deactivate your account, which of course isn't true anyways, because this is just somebody at Amazon, one of their thousands of people, what they have to say. So I ended up actually, somebody else said that they know this and this happened to them, the same brand, and they paid it and it came off their account. So I took the 500 bucks, I paid it and sure enough, it came off. They were legitimate, it came off my account. And uh, I didn't have to do that. I could have just let it fall off in the 180 days, but right. from my own mental, <laughs> whatever thought, was going yeah. on, Five hundred dollars, you know, move on, and I get the, I get it. Removed. I had to do it. Yeah, Your sales I, bumped back up. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah, my sales I, I bumped what, right back uh, up the next day. You didn't happen to talk to Jeff Schick on that one, did you? I did. He, I did. He said, "Don't pay it." He said he would, right. uh, you know, get a hold of him and stuff. And I said, "Well, yeah." If it had been five thousand dollars, now you'd be like, ah, "I'm not going to." The advice that I would like to give in that situation, if you're kind of being bribed into getting rid of an IP, typically you don't want to pay that. We don't want to encourage no, that behavior. No. <laughs> but you know, it, it's a, you know, the thing I like about this story is there are some gray fuzzy edges, but that's a lot of the reason why there's so much opportunity. You know, the, the rules are still kind of being written and discovered on this. This entire business model is in its infancy. The idea of a an everything store, which is what Bezos, there's a book on that title, like a store where you can go to literally buy anything and everything. And the, the shelves are stocked by hundreds of thousands of people out there kind of scouring, looking for the things, the underserved edges of the shelves in this virtual store. You know, yeah. It's an amazing thing that we're playing with, but there's some uncharted and strange territory for sure. Uh, but that's just part of the fun, part of the challenge. Yeah, it's funny. Like, uh, I did not know that there was third-party Amazon sellers. I mean, most people don't. I just never thought about it. Yeah, you know, I just order stuff from Amazon. It comes to your house. Thought it was all from Amazon, right? And didn't even occur to me like till like last year. And now, I it's funny when I buy something now on Amazon. If it's from a third party, I look, you know, on the software. I'm like, oh, I probably can get it cheaper somewhere else. If it's, <laughs> <laughs> if it's a third-party seller, they're trying to make a little profit. So yeah, exactly. And it's right. from Amazon directly. I'm like, okay, it's got to be a good deal. <laughs> yeah, because they're out there buying 100,000 units at a time. Yeah, if yeah. it comes from... If somebody's FBA or uh, FNSKU's on it, when I got it in the mail, I'm like, ooh, oh, I probably okay. got to get it cheaper. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't really matter because everybody doesn't go on Amazon because it's cheaper. It's just convenient. You know, I, yeah, I bought stuff today. Time. Yeah, I mean, I bought stuff, some spices off Amazon because... You know, I didn't want to drive to the store and buy them. And I know I overpaid for them, but I'm paying for the convenience of it. Exactly. As are tens of millions, hundreds of millions of other people at this point. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. 
Man, so very informative episode, dude. We've we've covered a lot of ground. You've you've dropped a lot of little uh, tips along the way and nuggets. I made pretty good notes, so there's going to be a link to to every tool that you mentioned in the show notes near this one today with a discount on. I think pretty much everything you mentioned, we've got a discount or a special offer of some kind. Uh, so you know, for folks who want to check out some of those tools, but well done, man. Not to cut you off, I'm just uh, just making an observation. I've got. I've got more notes than I usually take on a typical episode. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. Well, I do have, you know, kind of one final question. Where do you see Amazon and online arbitrage going in the future? Do you think it's getting more flooded? I mean, I, I have people that I know that are training tons and tons of new sellers, but, you know, Amazon's getting bigger and bigger and bigger as these new sellers are coming on. So where, where do you see it, Amazon, in, in, 10, in 10 years, Amazon uh, reselling? Yeah, you know, I've got a I've got a perspective that I think it will be pretty useful to you on this because I've been selling physical products online for 20 years now. And I remember 20 years ago, people saying, oh, this won't last. I mean, it's going to get saturated. It's just so easy to find stuff and put it out there and sell it on eBay or whatever, you know, whatever the website is. Just so easy to do it. Yeah, it's just going to get completely saturated. There's no opportunity here. I've been hearing that. Really, <laughs> 20 years and it keeps okay. getting bigger. And every fourth quarter, we set a new sales record for e-commerce. And the big important numbers are these, Joe. Here's the numbers that, that I keep in my mind is if you look at all of retail in the United States, online and offline, you know, put it on one big pie, all retail in one big pie. And I typically, I have people guess at this point. Have you heard me talk about this before by any chance? I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Because I'm going to ask you a question about it. What <laughs> okay. percent of all retail activity in the United States is online? Oh, well, um, I'd say probably all retail activity. I'd probably, probably say 70%, maybe. Yeah, that's one of the higher guesses I get. Okay. Chop it in half. Oh, okay. And then chop it in half again. And then chop it in half again. And you're, <laughs> I mean, we're talking 12, 15%, right? Is, is to be specific. Is online. 12 to 15% of retail activity in the United States is online. Most people thinking, have the impression maybe I'm just thinking that it's, of my, my retail or my. Yeah, you're thinking of how you shop, right? <laughs> but most people aren't there yet. A lot of people aren't there yet. There are a lot of people, and actually about 85% of all economic activity in the retail arena is traditional brick and mortar, get in your car, order from a store. It's not online yet. Now right, that man. 15% where we are now, not too long ago, that was that was 10%. Not too long ago, that was 5%. COVID bumped us five years into the future, right? right. Uh, with Because in, in about a year and a half time, a lot of people got used to shopping online. But retail is not online for the most part yet, but it's coming. We yeah. are in the infancy of all of this. I would argue that one of the most valuable skills, and we're seeing this, we've got entrepreneurship programs at like uh, Missouri State University, for example, they've got an entrepreneurship program. What are they teaching the kids there? They're using the Proven Amazon course, our course, to teach them the skill set of finding underserved niche markets in e-commerce because they know that's where the future is. If you've got the skill of finding stuff that you can buy for five and sell for for 20 online and that kind of arbitrage skill set, that's one of the most valuable skill sets you can have, in my opinion, for the next five, 10, plus years online uh, in all of entrepreneurship because right. it doesn't matter what the platform is. So where's Amazon going? Well, Amazon's got some competitors. Walmart's picking up speed, right? There's, a, there's competitors nipping at their heels. Your ability to find profitable inventory and then turn it, 
with a systemized process, that's a beautiful business model that it's not getting saturated. If anything, it's outpacing our ability to keep up with supply. As illustrated by, you know, there's plenty of people in our community, they just look for completely unserved listings where there's no sellers selling the product and it's easily sourced. Just right. went out of stock six months ago and no one's picked it back up again yet. You can look for those kind of indicators. We train on this and now you're, you're the only seller and some other sellers might find it eventually, but there is underserved shelf space in Amazon's virtual marketplace by the millions of listings. So no, saturation is not a concern. Now, if you, if you go and you say, what are the top 20 best-selling items on Amazon? I want to go sell some of those. Good luck. You're going to be selling right alongside thousands of other sellers who are pounding away on the same popular product. That's not the model. We teach you to get away from that you know, peak of the bell curve and get off into the long tail a little bit where you're selling one, two, three units a week of all these interesting, random, boring items. And uh, that's the model. So right. I see a very bright future for it. I think we're in the infancy. I think the opportunity is there for anybody who wants to take advantage of it. And this is, and this is probably even the better part, Joe. And I could talk a long time. I love this question, but and I'll, I'll cut myself off here. But replans is just one of a dozen plus ways that you can really tap into this massive Amazon marketplace. Because what you're going to discover as you wade into the replans water, I mean, you're at a, a hundred thousand plus month business. You're going to have some of these products that kind of float and look interesting and think, I want to, I want to partner with that company or I want to private label or I want to bundle that in my own unique offer of some kind and create my own opportunity around this hot product. And we teach you how to do that. So now you've right. got your own listing and there's no other sellers that can sell on your listing. Your brand registered, your trademarked, you've got your own, you know, uh, logo on your own box. And and that repeat buyers even. And Amazon's even starting to roll out the ability to email market to your customer base. That's all coming in 2023. So lots of opportunity here. This is just the baseline that you're tapping into right now. Right. Oh, that's good. Because, you know, we all do this and, you know, love what we do. And that's why we do it and want to do it for a long time. I want to retire doing this. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see any reason why you can't. E-commerce in general. Now the players and the tools come and go. The the platforms and the tools, those shift. But the skill set, the community, you know, this community that you're in right now, this 70,000 member listeners to this podcast, if you jump back in time 10 years or so ago, almost none of us were doing Amazon. Very few. Right. We were all eBay. That was the only game in town. Amazon was all about books 10, 12 years ago. That's it. If you didn't sell books, why use Amazon? Right. But here it came. Here come this this gorilla. <laughs> it just grew really fast. And that FBA concept where I can send all my inventory to your warehouse, Amazon. That's awesome. Let me empty my garage and send you all my inventory. Then as it sells, you pay me. Well, if eBay had done that, kind of like Blockbuster missed out on being Netflix. Right. Right. Yeah. eBay missed out on being Amazon because they didn't offer the warehouse. They didn't go buy some warehouses and figure out how to hold other people's inventory for them. And right. Yeah, I still, I mean, I still love eBay too. Oh, still, so do we. Still sell on eBay. I mean, I, I sell all my Amazon returns on eBay. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can almost not lose. I mean, you can, you mostly, uh, losing is breaking even, you know, on Amazon typically. Uh, yeah, you do lose some, you know, dollar to dollar two a unit. Sometimes you got to liquidate, but most of the time it's, it's a pretty safe bet. As long as you hold, you know, don't get out too quick. It's a good gig. I only wish that I would have found it 
probably when you found it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's changed and matured and in, 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 over the years and, you know, the, the replens model, it kind of emerged, it emerged out of this community. We were the first community to, be, to teach it, uh, but it was a lot of scanning barcodes and kind of guessing until right, Keepa. right. <laughs> in, in Keepa, the tool that we all use and love, it wasn't designed for the purpose that we use it for. We've referred thousands and thousands of users to that company in very little affiliate commissions, by the way, because we hardly ever use our affiliate link. Uh, but it was originally designed to help people keep an eye on certain products. So when it went on sale, they could buy it for their own use. Right. right? That's the purpose it was designed for originally. Mm. But our community got real creative with it and started using it for different purposes because of the historical data. It helps you really, like you said, lower your risk of making stupid decisions with your inventory buys. It's not, so now you're only looking for the winners. I Sometimes I illustrate it this way, Joe, and you'll appreciate this with your background. You know, you sold for some companies in the wholesale and a lot of times they've out of necessity, they did, they have to have their loss leader products out there. The stuff they just they break even on, you know, retail has their like 20% of the inventory in any retail store is break even just to get you in the door to stay competitive. Well, as replen sellers, we don't need any loss leaders. We only sell the highly profitable stuff. And if it stops being profitable, we stop selling it. It's that simple. Yes, yes, absolutely. So that's a huge advantage we have is this virtual business model is very low quantities of highly profitable products that sell a few times a week or a few times a month for us. And if that stops happening, flip it on eBay, break even, and we're done with that product. Yeah, it's a great model. Yeah, yep, exactly. Well, any any closing thoughts before we before we wrap this one up? You've been a great guest. You've picked up admirably so. You've picked up this business. I mean, I learned a couple things from you. And I love when new students come into the community and emerge, you know, quickly as connecting the dots and, and making this work. It's going to inspire a lot of people, I'm sure. But anything else on your mind before we wrap this one up? No, um, just again, to those new people, um, keep at it. Soak up all these videos that you can. I mean, I, I got so much hope from watching video after video after video on your show of everybody doing this. And that's how I came up with all my strategies. I mean, that's how you're going to just write notes, write notes on everything people are saying, write notes on what what products they're using, what software, all those software, as you can see, none of those was a, was a surprise to Jim. I mean, those are all the ones, the, the standard yeah. softwares you those have. Those are the sponsors of this podcast for the most part. Yeah, I mean, you, those are, and I, I keep mine at the base minimum at my scale, what I need. I don't see me adding any other software. This is pretty much it. Uh, running at that type of scale, I can run, you know, million or multi-million dollar Amazon business with just... Those few, I'm thinking I'm paying 300 a month, you know, in software. Uh, but you can start doing it a lot cheaper, but don't give up. Just keep learning, invest in yourself, get in a group, a mastermind group, get some friends you can bounce up ideas off of. Just with those things, you'll be successful. Yeah, fantastic. Great advice, man. You've definitely dialed this in. You're very articulate. You, I think you're going to encourage, like I said, a lot of folks to awesome. go whatever that next level is, maybe get started or maybe take it a little more seriously or... Invest in a tool that you've mentioned today to kind of ramp things up. Well done, Joe. It's a pleasure getting to know you. I loved your story too, man. And God bless your work on uh, including oh, those people that God that. sends into your life and integrating them into your business and that mentorship role that you're playing. It's phenomenal. I appreciate it, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, God bless you, buddy. Well, I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a moment. Those of you who hung out with Joe and I today, we certainly benefited from this conversation. I hope you did too. That's our goal 
You gave us a very valuable gift today, some of your time. We're very grateful for that. And I know Joe considers his business his ministry. I do as well. And if that's something you're interested in hanging out with a a group of people who kind of see life and business that way, we'd love to have you come join our free Facebook group. You can get the link at silentgym.com. There's a link below this video if you're watching on YouTube, or here's the link right here. On the, if you can see me, I'm pointing to my little pretty plaque that my mom got me hanging on my microphone. Just jump over there. You can see all of our podcast episodes. A lot of them aren't on YouTube. A lot of them are audio only. And you can just hear, like Joe said, story after story of people who are doing this business, succeeding, changing their life, with the stuff we teach around here. And it's our honor to do this with you and for you. So God bless you, business building warrior. We're in your corner. We're here for you. If you have any questions, please reach out. We'd love to be of assistance. Hey, Joe, one last time. Shout out, man. Great guest today. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. God bless you, buddy. We'll have another episode for the listener real soon. Talk to you then. Hey, thanks for listening. One last thing before I let you go. A reminder, our friends at Ecom Balance are there to help you with your bookkeeping needs. Know your numbers. Keep great books. Their bookkeeping service is free for two months. If you go to ecombalance.com and mention that we sent you Silent Sales Machine Radio or mention my name, Jim Cockrum, here's the direct link if you want to write it down. jimc.biz slash keeper. Again, jimc.biz slash keeper, as in bookkeeper. Tell them we sent you. Get your books in order. Know your numbers. Make good decisions. Hey, we'll have another great episode for you real soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.